Hey everyone, I'm shooting on Christmas Day. I have a very special guest, Mr. Omar Bin Farouk, the chairman, founder, and CEO of One Worker Group. Thank you, Anthony, for inviting me. Uh, it's it's an honor. No, actually, thank you for coming. <laughs> this has been almost two or three years. You, this interview, was finally yeah. we have the time to catch you. So and the thing is, two years before, I didn't have any story. <laughs> there was no story. <laughs> so we told you on the perfect time. Yes. Now. Thank you. Uh, I have a very special relationship with this guest. Uh, he was my boss. <laughs> we we met and we like a few years back, maybe in 2017, one of the most inspiring stories in this city. And today I'm here to share it with you, to prove you again that no matter where you come from, no matter what's your background, if you put down the effort and you keep pushing, eventually you can make it. It's absolutely. I'm, I'm a firm believer of it. I remember <clears throat> when I met you for the first time, and how immensely you you have grown in your life uh, it's 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 something that everyone i get inspired uh, to be honest i get inspired by you know a friend like you who started with absolutely nothing i remember anthony meeting him <laughs> for the first time uh, yeah, and i remember him sleeping on a couch <laughs> uh, you know and from there uh, the amount of hard work he did and the consistency uh, uh, that he showed and dedication and honesty uh, that he showed I think it's it's immensely inspiring for uh, anyone regardless it's, it's to be honest it's people like you that actually inspired me that make me get up every morning oh wow it's uh, when I see these success stories in Dubai you know people started with zero and minus. how well, minus, minus actually <laughs> minus and then you know you move on the ladder and you stay humble you still help people and yeah it doesn't have no other way success does not hit you here that's most yeah. important i mean like i've never understood the fact that these people when they get some money and they start acting like they're gods or something it's just a way of living you know it's True. a better food yeah. better cars maybe better transportation True. True. but that's it there's nothing else absolutely giving is a pleasure actually it really gives me a pleasure giving because when i started i couldn't find a way so <laughs> i had to try everything and fail until i got that formula so i love to share it tell us about you how did you come to dubai tell us your beautiful story so dubai uh, coming to dubai was uh, a mere coincidence uh, my sister got married uh, my brother-in-law and my sister they shifted to dubai so i came to dubai didn't really had a strong intention to work in dubai but luckily i got a job um, i was an it guy i've done my bachelor's in science and information technology i cannot even say it properly now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that. <laughs> so um, I started with selling smart homes, uh, smart home solutions, and then and then I witnessed the boom in uh, real estate industry in 2005, and hence that, that's when I shifted to real estate. And my boss back then, an extremely smart guy, um, used to buy and sell a lot of properties. So I started helping him out. We opened the first real estate company back in days was called Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite character. So we opened Sherlock Holmes. Uh, he opened Sherlock Holmes and I used to work for him. And then after that, I got a You used to close the deals. You used yeah. to do this on a very small <clears throat> fraction of a commission. Of a commission. So initially I was on a salary. 
So then I gave him an idea. Why don't I become an agent and you don't pay me a salary. I get commissions, which he agreed to. He was surprised. He agreed to that and I learned a lot. Then I got an opportunity to work in Imar. Uh, Imar had bought Hamptons uh, in 2006. Started off there as an agent. Uh, uh, worked there till How 2000. How was the market back then, 2006? 2006. I'm sure most of the people viewing us have no idea. See, 2005, 6, 7 and even two quarters of 8 were golden days. They were crazy days. They were yeah. crazy days and Dubai was still evolving. You know, it was evolving and you know, when any economy that is evolving, that's when you get the maximum opportunities in that. Uh, and you know, everyone was learning as, as, we, as we were experiencing a history being created in Dubai. Uh, so it was great. Uh, and to be honest, you will not be, uh, you'll be surprised when I'll, I'll tell you this. I know people back in days in 2006, 7 and 8, which were like golden years uh, in, in Dubai. And I know people that left real estate. They were in real estate and they left real estate. They said, it's not for us. I'm not making enough. So, you know, so in the best days, in the best days, they, they were not making money. Yeah. And so, it was because of what competition, it, it was they couldn't take the stress or they weren't so quick it, enough to grasp these people. See, people, competition is always good. Yeah. I like competition. It's always healthy because competition always helps you to improve yourself. If you don't have a competition, there is no fun. There is no fun. But competition only helps you to grow. Now, if there is no, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer, if you, if at your work, if you're not disciplined, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a vision, you don't have a roadmap, you're just getting up in the morning, going to the office, don't know what to do. Uh, you're not going to achieve your dreams. It's not going to fall on your lap. I believe that a proper planning is a must and then staying consistent on that plan. That's a key and being focused. You will see failures. All of us have seen failures. I have seen little extra. So, <laughs> so we're gonna go failures, to that. failures are they they're not they're, they're actually a part of success. And if you want to be successful in your life, you need to accept failures because failures are the most the important teachers that teach you what not to do. And you are next time when you are in that same zone of decision making, you will take you will make better decisions, you'll make more informed decisions. So so these guys, they were not disciplined uh, and they were not consistent. So hence, I think in, for success, you need to be disciplined. You need to be consistent. You need to have that vision, which should be clear. This is where I want to reach. And day in and day out, that's what you eat, breathe and sleep. Let's go back to Hamptons. You joined Hamptons. This so I joined Hamptons. Yeah, I joined Hamptons and uh, for in a very short span of time, I was uh, as one of the good agents there. Became the top performer uh, for in 2007. I was even awarded as the high selling agent in Dubai uh, by Imar in 2008 again uh, for two consecutive years. Uh, so then I was promoted as a branch manager. Eventually, I was being given UAE manager for all the branches. So I used to manage all the branches in UAE. That, How that's where they had. So we had one in Imar Business Park, one in downtown. Which is still there, the one in Imar Business Park. Yes, still yeah. there. And there was in downtown, one was in Lakes, there was another one in Abu Dhabi. Okay. And there was another one in Marina. So 
Perfect. We had four or five branches that time. So at, at EMAR, you know, it's it's an institution. You you work in EMAR, you learn so much. You learn so much and, you know, every time, and they're the trendsetters. That's what I believe. And I will always believe that. They're the trendsetters. It's an institute. If you work in the, that institute and if you're dedicated and hardworking, you will learn a lot. And if you make it there, you can make it anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because the competition out there is, it's, it's a... It's a, it's a, it's an amazing competition there. It's, it's so, I, I, I won't say it's tough. There's nothing easy in life, but then if you, if you have to work, you have to work. So yeah, surviving that and being uh, one of the best people there gave me a lot of knowledge, experience. And then I, in 2012, I started my operations, my own setup and yeah, so on and so forth. Then in 2016, we did a, no, 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 One you jumped too fast. Tell me about 2008 when the crash hit. So the uh, world crash hit and eventually it hit so Dubai with it. 2008 when the global financial crisis happened, since we are part of the globe, it wasn't just Dubai financial crisis, it was global financial crisis. Uh, I had nev never experienced it. Uh, I had never experienced anything like it. It was first time in my life. And, um, you know, back in the days we used to buy and sell properties. Uh, uh, without having much of information, without having much of knowledge, uh, not knowing what's happening around the world. In 2008, then, then I learned that it's also important to know what's happening around the world. It's not, I cannot be living in my own cocoon. I need to come out and yeah. see what's happening around the world, what's happening in the stock markets, what's happening in, uh, what's happening in the trading, where is the money coming from? So I need to understand that. So it was a good learning experience. So 2008, when the market crashed, I think everyone that had invested that time in the market uh, and they were speculators, uh, had uh, they, they, they made a loss. Uh, so did I. Uh, and then we learned. We learned and we improved ourselves. And, you know, you keep improving yourself every now and then by, by learning what's happening out there in the market. Things that you should do things that you should not do. Is it true that you used to sell tokens? Not only you, the agents and the market. So agents and some kind of bonds and ways to flip them and. So yeah, but, so what used to happen back in days? There used to be long queues, and people used to stand for two days and three days uh, for to get up to buy a property. And sometimes what people will do, they will sell the spot that they're on. And depending on the price of the property that's going to be launched, if it is something that's coming up in downtown, they'll probably sell a token for 50,000, 100,000. Which is more than the commission. Which is pretty much more than the commission. <laughs> wow. So they will they will sell that. So yeah, that used to happen. I never did that, but yeah. Because I heard it from multiple people. Absolutely. They used to, say, like, they used to say like there was no sales centers back then. There used to be tents. There used to be tents, one and one. There was one and that was... Tents were back in days that was in maybe 2005 uh, uh, tents, but then you know when um, uh, when there were sales centers, still they used to be like oh, people standing under the sun, yes. waiting for multiple hours just to reach that tent yeah. to just find this property, and they have 10 seconds. Either they take it or they will leave. Maybe less than 10 seconds. They will wow. see the list, this, this, this. So whatever they can get their hand on to, that's how it was. Wow. And eventually the market, you know, the market improved. Uh, 
you know dubai in general improved uh, the rules and regulations and the sales process and the sales process they became more transparent i think what dubai did in past 20 years it has never been witnessed in the history of mankind so it, everything was unusual what dubai did is unusual it's out of the out of the book it's like you're sitting in your exam and you know it's a, it's a maths uh, test and the question comes from uh, science so i was not prepared for this so it was completely out of the book what we have seen in the history of mankind mm-hmm. the what dubai has achieved in past uh, 20 25 years it's a phenomenal it's and it's all because of to be honest the great leadership uh, leadership that we have in this country in uae and how and how quickly they evolve and they adapt to anything new anything for the betterment of the community of the society so yeah so you left Sherlock Holmes you left Hamptons and you started Ottomans yeah i started so Ottomans so i started Ottomans so when i started Ottomans at that very point in time um, so the competition out there was a lot there were thousands of which year was that it was 2012 12 so it was the beginning of the recovery the arab yeah, yes. spring yes. and about yes. the announcement of the expo no? expo came in 2013 yeah yeah so when i when i started ottomans uh, my goal was more towards okay the my so i had a plain sheet of papers like what do i do next and how do i do it so i knew that i will be doing brokerage that's what i know uh, so do i go with the typical brokerage model or do i make make some change in this so uh i got intrigued with uh, when i learned that you know how many land owners are there in 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 dubai and uh, you know they need the sales force uh and they need someone who knows who has bit of idea of the construction of the management so i went into the exclusive projects so out there in the exclusive projects i didn't have uh, there was not much of a competition uh back then until now also uh, i don't see much of a competition in that genre of uh, work uh, uh, so i started i took three buildings in impz uh, i took a couple of buildings in jlt kasar sabah kasar sabah i did ones, yeah, yes yeah. so i did that uh, then dubai sports city i did a project and you know uh, and it, it went very well and and then in In 2016, we had uh, we formed uh, one broker group. Uh, went, it was a great start, amazing concept, uh, and yeah. After that, uh, we we took Alatur City, uh, we did uh, Anantara at Palm, Dukes Oceana, even IGO Polo Residence Maidan. Polo Residence Maidan, yes, yes, city. yes. This is actually when the five companies merged. We became one group, and this was my first. a uh, step towards the sales before that i always used to be a leasing agent and from the hatur city it was maybe the first deal right. that we were trying to do right. and from there i started my sales career and that's how we became working together under one group right i think this chapter and everyone who was part of this experience was the most uh molding right to where we're gonna become so right. eventually the concept was so beautiful merging huge five companies together right. having it as the biggest uh brokerage in the country True. 
And when we all merge, this is where uh, we learned that you cannot have too many cooks. <laughs> <laughs> too many cooks spoil the broth. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, tell us about it. To be honest, the concept was it was a great concept, and even the people that were um, uh, all of us that were in the leadership positions had a had a great experience. Uh, came with a lot of knowledge. Uh, just that sometimes things uh, they just don't work out. Uh, but uh, doesn't make anyone bad or anyone wrong. It's just that they simply don't work. Uh, that's what happened. Uh, and it was a great learning experience for all of us. I, I still meet uh, pretty much all of them. Uh, we're still good friends. Uh, it was a good experience uh, for me as a, as a person. I learned a lot from my, uh, my, all my partners uh, uh, back in days. I still learn from them. I still interact with them. I think the concept was great. It was just that it was too many cooks uh, in the kitchen. Too many. Yeah. <laughs> so some people, some some liked Arabic. Some liked. Uh, some people were more Italian food. Some were Indian food with that's curry. True, so that's yeah, true. like it was all of nationalities. All the nationalities. That's so true. it was great. Uh, I learned a lot. Uh, uh, no regrets. Uh, now I am uh, pretty much the last man standing, <laughs> so I'm happy. <laughs> Omar, tell me something. It's something that I really admire in you. Um, how you stay calm during all of this? Like, for example, if people will have one percent of the troubles that you were at in some part of the time, maybe they will jump from balconies. You're always smiling. You have a peace of mind, like the world is not on fire <laughs> around you. And you always stay calm. You're, you don't even show signs of sadness or worries or anything, which is fascinating for me. And I envy you for it. <laughs> How does he control himself so much in this way? See, to be honest, I believe that, you know, you know, when we have a moment of joy, if I, if I tell you a joke, right? You will laugh at it. And if I repeat the same joke again, probably you will not laugh at it. Yeah. I heard it's it. going to get boring. Yeah. Boring, right? So when we have a problem, you have this problem once you think about it. It's foolish to think about the same problem again and again and trying to find the solution. Now you think about the problem, then you go back and, uh, you know, you, you can only find, so you cannot figure out a solution to a problem with the same mind with the same frame of mind that the problem was created with so you need to have a different uh, frame of mind so if i'm in the same frame of mind by which the problem got created i cannot use the same mind to solve the problem so i need to kind of let it go first clean the slate now let me see what is the solution and i think any decision in life it, and it's ex extremely important to you should always be calm stay calm because that's when you will take the right decision otherwise out of anger out of anxiety uh, in rush i have taken decisions in rush out of excitement i have taken decisions and believe me every time i have done that <laughs> i had a bag full of regrets <laughs> so it's always good to absorb things first analyze them take your time and then take a decision so 
she didn't had one problem you were in a deep shit this is what i'm trying to explain to you like i know exactly yeah. what you're going through I have, you had employees you had family you had your kid you had your wife and i'm sure no one knew what you were going through you controlled yourself so perfectly you got us doubting like if this guy has a problem or not <laughs> like you perfected it so i'll tell you one day i remember i i woke up uh, It was early morning, very early. It was still dark outside. I had to wake up the sun. No, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. So I actually thought about it. I was like, okay, what, who do I go to to seek for help? Then I went to my washroom, looked at myself in the mirror. I said, ah, okay, I found a guy. You are the one who's going to help me. So anytime you have a problem, it's you yourself that that's going to help so if you decide that i'm going to face it i'm not going to run away the moment you start running away from your problems they will keep chasing you but then i think it's important uh, to face your problems to face your fear i believe in one thing <clears throat> if you have to face your fear you will face it once so Until it's not scary anymore. Once you faced it, you'll not be scared next time. So, I think it's important to face your problems. Sit down, figure out a solution. You can always find a solution. Only to death you cannot find a solution. But rest of it, you can always find solutions. I had my friends, my best of my friends, that I did not speak to them for years. Ultimately, I realized that okay, whatever happened happened. I need to move on. I need to move on. That's gone. That's done. It has actually made me a better person. It has actually bought a lot to me than I what I lost. So you know, in life, sometimes you need to move on. Look for opportunities. Keep working hard and stay consistent at your work. That's all. Show up. Show up, regardless of what frame of mind you are in. Uh, what happened yesterday there's a problem you got to show up face the problem don't run away from it oh tell me something now uh being this leader and mashallah and god bless you have over 150 employees in your company right what are the main characteristics that you really enjoy in your agents and what are the red flags for you see <clears throat> as i previously mentioned i judge people not by uh, how much money they make to be honest but i judge by I judge them by their character so how do i judge that if i see someone so i have had examples in my office that i had people that kept showing every day 8:30 we start at 9 8:30 at the office working doing as what they are told pushing it hard not close the deal for 6 months and but what they did they stayed consistent they stayed honest at, to their work and every time there was one of my colleagues she came to me twice and she wanted to resign because she said it's not for me but i could see that she's actually doing the right thing it's just that it's not taking time and after that 
I think the amount of deals that she has closed would be probably 1% agents in the market would close uh, uh, that many deals. Uh, uh, so the consistency and discipline is the most important thing for me. You have people who come, uh, who would come at their own time, at their own convenience. They would, they don't like to use systems. They don't like to part -time you know, job. do the right real thing. Is a part -time job. They think real estate is a part-time yeah. job. If it is a part-time job, uh, then you cannot be like him. If it is a part-time job, don't envy a guy who drives a Rolls Royce. No, if you know his history and how much he worked, and how he worked and how many sleepless nights he had and what all compromises he had to do. If you can live that, yeah, you have a right to see that dream. If you cannot live that, you don't want to sacrifice. You don't want to give up. You don't want to invest your time. You don't want to work hard. I don't think you have a right to even dream of becoming rich and famous. You cannot. So hard work is the key. You have a beautiful uh, relationship with your wife. Yes. God bless. Uh, she's like your your best friend. And I know for a fact that you always have this rule that no matter what happens to you during the day, once you step a foot in the house, you throw everything outside. Absolutely. You come as a different man. You enjoy your time with Adam. And now with, again, God bless. Mashallah, your baby girl, Leela. Uh, I was all of the blessings that she brought to your life. Tell us how important all of this is from your daily life and how I'm sure this is the motivation for you, but how do you see it? I think any strong person <coughs> has a strong bond with their family. In my toughest time, uh, it was my family that supported me. Uh, my wife, my parents, my siblings, my brother, sister. So I think family is um, it's the most important thing. Uh, because uh, they will always be with you regardless of uh, your goods and bads. I need a coffee. Otherwise, I'll make it wet. <laughs> <laughs> So I think, yeah, it was uh, my family that stood around me and uh, they supported me a lot. To be honest, for, for a good one year, my, my family had absolutely no clue of what I was going through. And somehow they learned it from outside. Mm -hmm. And my wife came to me one day, said, you have a problem? <laughs> I said, yeah, I have a small was problem. Ass. Was yeah. Ass. yeah, I have a small problem. And she was like, what is it? I said, don't worry, it's fine, I'll manage it. And yeah, when she learned about it and she was surprised. Even my dad learned it after I solved it. Okay. Your dad so, in Kashmir? In Kashmir. Well, he learned, learned about it after I solved it. So it's like, you have a problem in not telling me? I said, it's gone. Dad, it's gone. <laughs> it's done. So yeah, <clears throat> so yeah, family is something, it's, it's, it's God gifted. As they say, God chooses it. My wife, she, she's a, She's been my friend since my childhood. We have studied together and we shared a very... How many years? Uh, 20, 25? 25, 26 years. Wow. I know my wife, yeah. And she's an amazing girl. And I'm blessed to have someone like, you know, uh, someone like her in my, in my life as a wife. 
So yeah, and then you have, I have two beautiful kids. And yeah, all my family, my sister, I mean, she's been a rock star all my life. Uh, my brother, my mom and dad, yeah. So everyone has been great. All right. Tell us now uh, about this massive success you have done in Stella Morris. Uh, I'm sure you don't mind that. Yeah, of I'm course. Not names, of course. Okay, but uh, it's like you took this building on exclusive <coughs> rights. Right. And the building is mega. I don't even... I cannot even evaluate it. How much was that? It was about, about a billion dirham. A billion dirhams that you ended up finishing in four months, five months. Yeah. You sold all of this, which is not normal. This, this figure cannot be done in four months. And you ended up doing it. You were so focused on it. Even myself, I have seen you in the building. You are a CEO of a company and you were meeting each client by client. So, so in life, um, I'm generally a very passionate person. I do something I I do it with passion even sometimes when we play also I play with passion <laughs> Anthony knows what I mean <laughs> so I'm, I'm a very passionate person so uh, when when I got um, uh, Stella Maurice as exclusive I knew that if I do right in this uh, this can put me to a place wherein I always uh, always dreamt of so it was important for me to be there day in and day out and i made a promise to all my team that i will not leave this sales center till i sell the last unit in the building oh. so i would oh there were 400 something? i had about 313 uh, units uh, so we sold them at my um, i think my team did a great job and to be honest a, a major part of my success is also because of my team. I mean, they stood by me in my toughest times. Uh, and, you know, they, they stood behind me like a family, uh, the management of the company. And they were like, okay, we are there with you. They believed in my vision. They believed in what I was telling them. Okay, this is our plan. This is what we're going to do. They believed in that and we stayed uh, st stood as a team i think it's important when you when you are together as a team in your toughest time you will see wonders will happen so i think my team is was i think i, I will always give them that credit they just sure. make me look good that's all <laughs> <laughs> so you are as good as the people you surround yourself with this is no doubt about it Right, we finished this project and now we kind of like seeing the one broker group is becoming as the sales force of big developments into multiple areas in Dubai. Right. Would you love to share with us of what's coming new? So we have, we recently <coughs> uh, launched a building in Al-Furjan called Zazen Gardens, a beautiful development. Uh, then uh, It's the same developer who did in uh, JBT, JBT Zazen yeah, 1. Uh, then we are uh, next week, uh, probably first week of January, we're coming up with a building in uh, Dubai Hills. Um, then we have uh, another building, five star uh, residence coming on Sheikh Zayed Road. It's going to be one of, I think, the best um, hotel and residence in Dubai. I'm coming with that. And then next year, quarter one, we're coming up with a project in 
downtown Jabalali and we have another one in Business Bay. So wow. overall, we have about wow. busy 23. Yeah. So so what I do is I'm not only focusing on sales. <coughs> I do the project management, coordinating with Dubai Land Department, registrations, uh, collecting payments, dealing with all authorities. So it's a full package for for the developer that uh, we we manage. It's not just sales mm -hmm. or or marketing. We do the administration. We do everything uh, for for the developer. Pretty much a turnkey solution uh, for the develop uh, developer. We also we also do development management. Uh, uh, so it's been a great experience. Uh, you know, in Dubai people evolve as long and this that's a beautiful thing about this country. You know, if you are someone who's hardworking and uh, who is there to learn uh, this country will give you uh, endless opportunities and that's what you will see a uh, lot of them out there so i like think you uh, can hit rock bottom and then you can, and you can come back stronger yeah. stronger than before and <laughs> we <laughs> so, are two examples of so hitting the rock bottom and you know a few weeks back i got awarded as the uh, highest selling agent uh, by Dubai Land Department uh, for 2021. Which is an amazing achievement. Omar, tell me now, can any brokerage come work with you on this development? Do you Absolutely. Have, do you have a commission scheme for, for different agencies? Yes. So now you are the master uh, Yes, ma ma master agency. Yeah. Uh, we do work with all the, all the brokerages. Uh, I work with everyone i believe in in business uh, you sh you can only grow a business when you collaborate uh, i don't believe in confrontation you know i did that for a short period of time but then it's it will only take away things from you so in business i think it's very important to focus on collaborations uh, and they will make you uh, successful so yes I, I work with pretty much everyone everyone uh, Anyone that is uh, that needs our services, we're there. We're there to help. So you've heard that what Omar just mentioned. I'm sure they surpass a thousand units coming in 2020. But yeah, 1,200 units. Yeah. So if you want to make the serious money, all what you need to do is reach out to one broker group, sign an agency agreement with them, and they will handle the rest. Today in the morning when I was coming to the office, I made a story and I'm like, I'm having this guest today. And right. if you guys have any questions, shoot it up. There are some questions that we cannot say on air, like Sinan's question. I would okay. <laughs> I'm sure you have an idea. <laughs> uh, there is a few questions I enjoyed. So one guy was saying, what will be your prediction from now until 2025? <clears throat> See, Dubai, the growth that Dubai has had for last two years, I think this will stay consist, uh, consistent right now. Uh, and it's not a bubble, right? What people might be thinking, it's a bubble. It's not a bubble at all. We deal with clients. We deal with end users. We deal with investors that are coming in. Anyone that is coming into the market is a long-term investor. And, uh, you know, even if a short-term investor, they still have a horizon of two years and three years. It not, it's not that they only have 10%, they're booking, booking a property and they want to flip it after 10%. Uh, you don't see speculators around. You will, so in any market, you will find a bit of uh, speculation, which is healthy also. You need like 5% of speculations happening in the market. But then 
I see with uh, Dubai the the kind of infrastructure overall as an economy that uh, UAE is building. I think that will only only make us grow and especially the amount of population that is coming the new uh, residents millionaires has moved to dubai that, that's by dubai, itself it's, it's <laughs> i think dubai will grow and if you compare dubai i have said it in several interviews if you compare dubai with any other major city in the world right we still are very economical in terms of the prices Uh, for the residential and the kind of lifestyle that you get the infrastructure that you get the ease of doing business that you get in dubai uh, the safety and security that you get in dubai i think dubai ha- still has a huge room uh, and that's why you see all these investors that are coming in they see a one bedroom for a million or two and they find it cheap right they find it very affordable i mean studio uh, in london is a three bedrooms villa in dubai yes <laughs> so you see the amount of opportunities that you get here and for an investor and the rental yield that you get in dubai you still are able to hit in tier 1 areas pocket. yes no tax there is no, no taxes so even in tier a areas you still go with 4 5 6% in some cases tier 2 areas you still you still around 6 7% or if you go to tier 3 areas you still around 8 9% which you probably i don't i don't think you will you will be able to get it it in anywhere in the world so with and plus you know you have the dirham respect to dollar so the very stable currency uh, economically uh, dubai is very uh, uae is very stable politically they extremely stable and they're open they're open to ideas they're open to try anything that will bring benefit to the people of dubai which is i think which is which is the biggest uh, advantage dubai has and to be honest, still 25 i will, all i see is growth right now all i see is growth because everything is planned it's and the growth is absolutely sustainable i now people have this wrong impression of oversupply uh, when you look at the townhouses market in total dubai would have in freehold about not sure about the number maybe 10% 20% plus minus 40 45000 villas and townhouses around and the amount of people that come to dubai you don't have many townhouses even if you hand over whatever the number you will hand over you can never match that demand and also in terms of the apartments i think the supply is not enough people might think that there is enough supply when you see the supply this is coming this will be coming to the market in next 2 years 3 years 4 years 5 years it's spread out and if you then see the inflow of people that are coming to dubai uh, you will see that gap you will see that gap so as long as we have that uh, you will you will see the market going going up even if it slows down it will it will still be stable so you you will not see in dubai real estate I ha- myself not see i have no doubt i can see. even guarantee you from now until 2030 we're going to be on an extreme boom whatever you're buying today will double triple and quadruple until then it's every time you know all these new ideas that dubai comes with uh, with golden visa program and you know you can literally get a license in one minute in the uh, economic department you know you it's on the phone now you don't even phone. have to go you don't <laughs> even have to go so 
so this you will not find this anywhere in the world anywhere in the world you will you will not find this so all these add add up and they they add up towards the advantages of uh, being in dubai living in dubai or uh, or you know doing business in dubai how do you feel that the corporate tax coming in june 2023 will boost the market and how this money will be put to a use as we say so if you see corporate tax of 9% anywhere in the world i come from india so you pay anywhere between 32 to 35 37 or even 40% taxes there or anywhere in the world that's that's what you would ideally pay the taxes so 9% the amount of money that that uae government actually deploys in the infrastructure of of the country and you know and creating those new opportunities i think that's where the money is going to be used not only that will create jobs that will also create a lot of opportunities for people like us living in dubai or people who are at the job so you will see this uh, it's it's like a funnel everyone be one will get benefit uh, out of this so i definitely see that growth happening because of this and it's it's good 9% of corporate tax is uh, it's to be honest it's, it's the least that you would pay anywhere in the world tell me now the same guy who asked me about uh, what's your prediction until 2025 he also asked me uh, that Indians has been the number one investors in Dubai for a very long time. Uh, do you think this is going to sustain and until when in your own opinion? See, as long as the population of India is growing, <laughs> which will always happen, so you will you will always see see why Dubai is preferred or UAE is preferred by Indians is it's just a uh, 3 hours of flight radius uh, from all the major cities of India. So 3 hours if within india if i have to travel <laughs> that sometimes in some cities from one city to another that's the time that it will take so 3 hours and then all the benefits that uh, uae offers uh, i think it will only continue to grow uh, having said that we have also witnessed uh, in past 2 years uh, europeans have massively uh, shown a great interest in 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 the country in real estate in businesses uh, Russian investors have uh, kind of shown a great interest in waterfront properties. Uh, uh, we are yet to see uh, Chinese investors coming back once, hopefully, once the lockdown opens in China. Once they come in, you will see that boom uh, again in, in 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 the market. So I think it will always have that flow of different nationalities coming and in investing. But as Indians, we will be up there. if not number 1 will be in top 3 always <laughs> omar this has been amazing thanks a lot Thank now i want to finish it with one last question so let's say fast forward from here 10 15 20 years your kids will stumble to this episode on youtube <laughs> <laughs> which message would you like to leave them as so way of life uh, be honest believe in yourself work hard and stay consistent on your goal you might see you know you might see hurdles you might see difficulties you'll have to face some walls but stay consistent and believe in yourself wow
Thanks a lot for Thank coming. You. This has been amazing. Really enjoyed this episode. Thank you, Anthony, for inviting me. Um, and I'm so happy to see your success and your modesty with your success. I Thank think you. that's the really most important thing. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs>